hello fam and welcome to in my shoes a podcast for women of color about the issues that we are dealing with on a daily basis i am your host karen davis thompson so excited to have you guys with us today we have two members of my tribe that you've never had the opportunity to meet so excited to have them so i'm gonna let tam and ashley introduce themselves in just a moment and we're going to be talking a little bit today about what i like to call missed moments so a lot of times these topics come to me um, just based on things that i've experienced things i've read and so uh, that's what we talking about today we'll get into a little bit more of what that means exactly in just a moment but ladies if you would like to introduce yourselves to our uh, guests out uh, to our audience um, and so Ashley we'll start with you hi my name is Ashley Capucci and I reside in Tampa Florida and I'm a educator all right thank you very much Tam a little bit about you hi I'm Tamara Burks I'm a diversity um recruiting professional, also residing in Tampa, Florida. Thank you very much, ladies. Appreciate that. So what we're talking about today, and I'll give you a couple of examples, and you guys can chime in and tell me if this has ever happened to you. But um, just in some articles I've read, things I've seen, I noticed that women, and then specifically women of color, were not sometimes uh, the risk takers that maybe um, you see others in society um, being so I'll give you an example. So I listened to this podcast side hustle pro. She's amazing. And she talked about how the night before she was going to launch, she almost talked herself out of it. Um, and I can relate to that. I started before the podcast blogging and I felt like there was a need for what I wanted to talk about, but there were days when I thought, you know, nobody's going to read this or am I giving too much information? If you guys don't know, I do a blog, um, just about, um, special needs, mental health, I have a child with um, a mental illness and special needs and just what that journey is like from a caretaker perspective and the tips that I can give to people based on what I've experienced. So I found myself second guessing whether or not this was worthwhile content to put out there. Why do you think and have you guys ever experienced it? Um, Tam, I'll ask you to start um, with just that self-doubt where you could maybe miss an amazing opportunity because you're afraid to just step out there. I think um, for me, it's wanting to have all of my ducks in a row and not real and not recognizing for myself that I don't have to have all the ducks in a row. That it's okay to, you know, move for if I have the four, first four steps, get the first four steps and figure out the rest as I go along. But I think for, you know, many of my friends and my tribe, I, sometimes it's we feel like we have to have all of the steps and know exactly how we're going to execute. Um, in order for us to feel that there is a confidence level to move forward. Um, and then I also was, when, when thinking about this, thought about, you know, maybe it's not so much also the fear of failure, but it could also be the fear of success. So what if I do get this right? Then what? Um, and so that proposes additional questions and concerns. How do I continue to get it right um, and, you know, and have it grow? But I think it's sometimes we have a, a, a perfectionism. Um, gene that we feel like everything has to be perfect in order for us to be able to move forward and, you know, and executing on that opportunity or on that moment. Ashley, what do you think? Have have you ever suffered from that? Uh, personally, yes. Uh, and I know, Karen, you know, I formerly had my own business, but uh, even just to start it up, I had a lot of self-doubt, um, a fear of being, fear of being successful or what if I wasn't going to be successful doing it. And I think a lot of it was in my head, you know, just talking myself out of the possibility of doing well. And I think with um, with this, a lot of times it does come from 
that sense of getting in our heads a lot. And for me, it was getting in my head a lot and talking myself out of things and not taking that chance and leaping forward to experience success. And so I had to talk myself off that ledge, but it was just the fear of unknown got to me. So uh, a lot of praying and a lot of asking for guidance and sitting and, and just what were the benefits of me starting the business versus not trying and going forward with it? And then if I didn't succeed, what was I going to lose out of it? So those things kind of helped me over that hump and that, that, um, that sense of getting in my head too much. But that's something I deal with a lot is just how am I going to be perceived? Will I do well? And then if I don't do well, how am I going to take that? And do you think, thank you so much for that, ladies. Do you think that um, it has anything to do from, sometimes I wonder, I mean, I hear a lot of just people in general talk about a fear of failure, a fear of not being able um, um, to be, make a go of it. And then what happens, but do you think some of it has anything to do with just our, our history in terms of, um, the way we've been treated? Like, I'll give you an example. I don't know if you guys watched it, but, um, the Madam CJ Walker, um, Netflix limited series was absolutely amazing to me. And to watch how, that struggle has been one that women and especially women of color have been dealing with for years. I mean, when you look at her, not only was she battling the fact that she was black, but even when she tried to go to, um, you know, men of color who were beginning to make names for themselves in, in our country and in society, they didn't feel like they were like, you need to have your, you're sitting your own place and, and know your place. And so do you think that some of that, is there a residual for lack of a better word from some of those things that we've been dealing with for centuries that causes us to be more cautious? I know even like with my parents, the way I was raised, I'm not very risk, um, I'm very risk averse when it comes to even investing. And do you think some of it is just what we've been through as a people. Do you think that has anything to do with it? Tam, you can start. I was going to, you know, as Ashley was talking, I was thinking, you know, through that too, is it cultural? Um, has it been that our role models have kind of had us step back and hesitate and, you know, second guess ourselves because maybe they're, they weren't afforded the opportunities or the luxury, let's say, to jump out there on faith and see it and take a go at it. And so we were raised in a very cautious manner to approach things very, you know, cautiously and with a, a, a viewpoint of making sure, again, that we have all of our ducks in a row and maybe even having that self-doubt of, you know, maybe maybe we won't be successful and having that inner voice um, saying, you know, maybe we won't be successful. If we aren't successful, then what's your backup plan? You know, you've put all your eggs in this basket. What's the plan? I think, too. I know growing up, I'm, you know, I, I remember being told and I know and I know I probably say it to younger um, kids of color, or, you know, college students are just coming into their career about, you know, people of color having to work 10 times harder than our um, white counterparts to be able to be seen as doing well or, you know, performing at the same level. And so I think that also creates another sense of angst um, when deciding whether or not I want to step out on my own and do something that I may be very, very, you know, um, successful at. And it may be a passion and it'll show through the work. But, you know, we I feel like maybe I need that safety net of, you know, that standard type of acceptable 
opportunity or role because, you know, what if I'm not successful and I have all of these other things that I need to make sure are taken care of in my life, not just the fact that I want to be an entrepreneur or I want to step out and do something that I'm passionate about. And Ashley, what do you think there's some cultural um, aspect to it and were you raised to really be a little more cautious or conservative or to, to jump out there and take risks? So I come from a biracial home where my father was not very involved, but mother was very involved and always strived for her best. And so that was my model to see. Uh, for me, though, starting my own business, I, I, I do have a last name where people perceive me as being one race over the other. And so that's something that throughout my career, personal career, I brought in with self-doubt starting another career because people think when they meet me, I'm one way, but when they see me, they perceive me a different way. And so I had to get out of my mindset of what people think and what they think my color is, uh, whether it's face-to-face or just being at a location where I was selling my product and give them the best customer service or best experience they can ever have regardless of my race and I think once I got over that fear uh, I was able to to experience some success thank you so much for that Ashley so did you find that once you let go of worrying about what people thought as well that you know you were just going to go out there and, and sell your product, did that help you as well? I mean, I know you're saying that, you know, once they, you gave them the best experience possible, but um, did it also help you to just decide, this is what I want to do and I'm going to do it and I'm not going to worry about what people think. Uh, I'm just going to do it because this is my dream to do or this is what I want to do. Yeah. Once I got out of that mindset and just figured out how I was going to get over that self-doubt in my head and that thought of what people perceive me as, I just went forward with it and kind of with the mindset, um, if you love me, you love me. And if you don't, you know, some, hopefully you'll come back around and, and find experience here with me, you know, through my shopping experience. So I had to talk myself into thinking positive about the situation and get out of my own head about the perception of my skin color and what people thought of me meeting me face to face or even just meeting me online um, without maybe even seeing pictures, you know, how they were going to perceive me. And do we think that um, as we talk about missed moments, we've talked a lot about um, as it relates to career path. Uh, but I think even in, in, in other ways in our lives, this may happen to us. So I'll give you an example um, another part of my journey that I've shared a little bit is um, infertility was a big issue for me. And I um, knew that I would not get pregnant easily, but I was not opposed to looking at adoption or other options of growing my family. And I kind of feel like, you know, I've, I've met people who really struggle with that, for example. And it's like, well, I guess I'm just not meant to be a parent. And I feel like they're missing an opportunity because they're not open to 
um, other possibilities because they're they're looking at you know the traditional route of becoming a parent, right? So let's say they're trying infertility and even that isn't working. So talk a little bit about even if it's not your own lives, but if you know other people, do you see that happening? Like I said, we focused on business, but just in other ways in people's lives where you there are things that they could experience that could be amazing. Like another example, I'll give you. As a people, we don't tend to be ones who are willing to just go out there and I'm going to travel and travel by myself, or I'm going to move to a place where I don't know an, a soul. Um, do you see that as something that we struggle with as a culture also? Ashley, you can start. Uh, I see this as a, a struggle, particularly with the youth, and I just relate it to my own daughter. Um, Self-doubt and knowing that she can do something or she can achieve something. And I don't know if that is culturally. Um, it could be related to culture as she's seen things as she's grown up or she's experienced things. And, you know, our news nowadays is a lot more explicit than what it used to be. But she has a lot of self-doubt and opportunities. And I've seen it also in other, you know, of other youth. And I just don't know where it strives from, but I, I do believe that it does have to relate to a lot of experience that have been shared with them. And so my biggest challenge is how do we empower our youth to overcome these fears so that it's not a continual generational thing or it's not continual throughout their life? How do we right. put those positive words of the I can and you know what do you want to achieve how are you going to do it okay and and Tam what do you think have, have you seen that like I said I, I know I know I don't know if I have the confidence to do it till I'm just gonna go to another country all by my lonesome I just don't know if I have it in me to do that so have you seen that just in other areas of life I think for me the funny thing is and I you know I I seem to hesitate in my career but going to a whole nother country and going on my own, did that, been there, done that, lived in Costa Rica for six months. Um, didn't, don't speak Spanish, um, read it pretty well, but don't speak it. Um, and had a great opportunity, which I really think provided for me the, the, the travel bug more so. And so I've definitely expanded my ability to travel and traveling to different countries and, you know, and, and taking on different experiences. I think, there is probably still culturally a hesitancy for um, a lot of my friends to maybe do some of the things that I've done from an experience standpoint, and they may not have the the spirit. They may have the spirit of adventure, but not the ability to execute on the spirit of adventure. And so that they're living through me and saying, "Oh, I wish I could," or you know, and it's sort of like sometimes we just have to step out there and see that we'll be okay. Um, you know, that we'll come back in one piece, whether it's you know, traveling on our own or whether it is um, going and asking for, you know, someone's advice that we don't think would have the time or take the time to have a conversation with us and provide us insight. Um, I, you know, similar, you know, I have similar um, infertility um, health issues that you've spoken about, Karen, that you personally have and thinking about the non-traditional ways in which I'm going to have to start my family and even having those conversations with my mom and first, I thought she'd be excited to want to have a grandchild, but just her second guessing and all of the questioning around why, 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 and do you really want to do it this way? And it doesn't, it's, it's just kind of, you know, 
makes me stop and think, but I know what I, what it is I want to achieve. So I, I'm going to move forward in the different non-traditional paths that may not be traditional to my culture, but seem to be, you know, acceptable and, and accessible to me. Um, but I think it, it's about measuring the risk. And if we feel like if it's too much of a risk, not doing it, if we see that there's a low risk and high reward, um, you know, out of it, then, you know, more stepping out and being willing to do it. So it's, it's funny now as we're having this conversation and really talking about it, about how I am a risk taker in certain parts of my life and not so much in other parts of my life. And so I probably should adapt the risk taker spirit across the board versus compartmentalizing it based, based upon situations. And yeah, it's interesting that you bring that up. That is funny that in some ways, I guess, you know, there may be an area where we're really gung-ho and in other places where we're extremely um, timid about making that step. And so um, just as we get ready to wrap up, ladies, I wanted each of you to give a thought and maybe I'll share a little story and that'll give you time to really think about it. What is one thing that you are wanting to do, but there's just something that is is uh, holding you back from being able to, to see that through? Um, and so I'll give you a second or two to think about it. So the one for me was actually stepping out and starting this blog and podcast. Um, I guess what was stopping me from doing it was, you know, what if, if nobody wants to read what I have to say? What if nobody wants to listen to this stuff I'm putting together? What if the people that I'm asking to participate don't have the time to do it? So I had this running list of what if, what if, what if, what if, what if. And as I started to do more research, um, one thing that really helped me to be able to to move forward was just knowing if I like doing it, you know, I needed to do it because I wanted to do it. If not a soul listened, if not a soul clicks to read it, I'm doing it because it's something that brings me joy. And so I had to get past the what if and just put it out there. I mean, you know, if it doesn't work out, I will have lost a little money, you know, investing in some equipment and some time, but it wasn't like the world was going to come to an end. And so um, I think that and the fact that especially writing the blog required quite a bit of transparency for it to really be um, successful, for lack of a better word, or for it to work and wondering whether or not I was given up too much information. You know, I've had a couple of people who commented to friends of mine, you know, that I'm telling all my business, which is my business. So that's my right to tell it if I want to tell it, but just working through all of that in my, in my head. And so that was one that was for me, a place where I really wanted to take this risk, try something new. And I didn't, I'd never done a podcast before I'd listened to them, but you know, just learning how to do the editing, all that type of stuff. And I just decided this is what I love and I'm going to give it a try. So I've given you some time to think about it. Ashley, what is one thing that um, either you, you want to do or that it was really hard for you to step out there and try um, because you were just really, ra- there was just something holding you back? So um, education is not my first career path. And so originally I was supposed to be a physical therapist. Um, And that's what I've always wanted to do, but found a love for education. And so went off my path and went towards the educational route. I would love to go back and uh, get my doctor of physical therapy degree. Uh, Something that often stops me or stopped me originally was um, financially. You know, how would I be able to afford it? um, And how would I be able to pay off the amount of student loans 
over a given time. So I've, I've also talked myself out of that several times, but I need to just take a leap of faith and do it. And I think through this conversation that I've had with the both of you today, it just has opened my eyes to, I'm very, just like Tamara said, um, I'm very, uh, very out there with some aspects of my life where I'm like, go get it. You can do it. And then others, I just, I hold back. And it's that mind, that mind, my mind that just messes with me. And I just need to move forward and tell myself I can so that I can achieve what my future dreams are. Uh, that is amazing. I did not know that you wanted to be a fix. I am going to encourage you to do that today. Not like I'm a, an authority or anything, but um, I did not know that. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Tam, what about you? So I think personally, I just recently came to the decision of um, going back to how I want to start my own family. And what does that look like for me? Different than what I thought it may have looked like 20 years ago. Um, and I've let what society has said <laughs> when I should have done it. Um, my financial situation determined, you know, when and if I was going to do that um, and just what was going on in my life at the time. And I can't use finance finances as an excuse anymore. My The company I am blessed to work for currently will help pay for whether I decide to move, go the adoption route or to do the fertility route. So that excuse is now removed. It is now just I need to go ahead and execute on it right now. Um, you know, some other circumstances beyond all of our control going on right now. But I, you know, I've ha made the, have had the appointments with the fertility doctor and going to go ahead and move forward down that route and not let each step for me to second guess whether or not I'm doing the right thing. Um, I'm just going to go, go ahead and move forward with it. So thank you guys. Thank you, Tam, for sharing that. I really appreciate that. And so that's all the time we have for today. I hope that listening to this has given everybody some pause. Just think about some things that you know you wanted to do or achieve in your life and that for some reason you're allowing, whether it's self-doubt like we've talked about here today, whatever it is holding you back, we just hope that you'll take some opportunity, especially now we've everything that's going on with uh, this pandemic, we're all inside. Uh, we've got some extra time that maybe before would have been filled with errands and things that we needed to do. Hope you'll take some time to really think about the next steps you want to take in your life and encourage you to go out and do that. That's all the time we have for today. If you want to email me and let us know what you think of the show, or if you have topics that you want to hear us talk about, you can send me a message at kdt at inmyshoestoday.com. Again, that's kdt at inmyshoestoday.com. Hope everybody is safe out there. And until the next time, be blessed. <laughs>